Wrong button. Welcome to the DL Gaming Podcast. I'm Bobby. I'm Nick. I'm the dead pixel in your brand new monitor. Mm. That one good? God. I actually have a new dead pixel. Like just it's literally to the front and like maybe two inches to the left, like right in the middle. Is it super annoying? <laughs> uh, in some cases, like if I'm playing games that are really bright, then no. But like if I'm like Playing Tarkov, like I have been, uh, like, and you're in a dark-ass area, you can definitely notice it. It's too bad it's not right in the middle, and you could use it as a crosshair. <laughs> Fucking wish. Uh, all right, well, let's get right into it. We were we are recording this a little late today, uh, because, Emilio, you've been gone all weekend. Yeah, man, and, you know, I was back yesterday and had everything gone fine. Uh, we could have done it and John could have been on here because John JP Diddy on the uh, discord he was here uh, we went to Mexico but you know we had uh, Mila come down with what we thought was food poisoning but it turns out to be a stomach flu because now it's catching fire um, John's wife got it right before she got on a six hour flight or with, with a connecting uh, flight um, grandma got it uh, the kids have been safe so far and now Sam is taking care of the baby while I record this. So I'm feeling pretty shitty about that. Shitty, get it? <laughs> Everybody's shitting. Um, and uh, I think I'm okay. Um, I'm My stool is getting loose. Um, but uh, it always does that. So who knows? All right. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks for the update. <laughs> so it was Thank your you birthday that. recently, though. So happy belated birthday. Thanks, man. Um, yeah, that birthday, that man. gift that I was hoping you could share that gift that John got you because that looks incredible. Dude, it's awesome. Not only did he get me the game, uh, he got me the boss uh, collection as well, which I would think, you know, it's kind of like a DLC, I guess, for mm -hmm. a board game. What's the name of it? Uh, Street Fighter. Let me go grab him. And we'll talk about it. Okay. You think you can do some filler material for a minute? <laughs> oh, that's yeah. all I do, man. That's all I do is filler. <laughs> I can do that every goddamn day. Yeah. Um, so this is a, a Street Fighter tabletop game, but it comes with these pre-painted miniatures that look outstanding. And the game yeah. itself, I was looking at how the game works, and it looks really, really interesting. You're basically playing Street Fighter, like two characters or more than two characters fighting each other, but it's a card-based game, and it's got a little tabletop with all the settings that you recognize. You know, the alley with the Chun-Li fight, the, um, yeah. the, the uh, 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 Giles, uh, the, the strip for the airplanes where where you fight with guile here we go oh man this is heavy yeah and then you play the cards and it does certain moves for the characters i street fighter always brings out like a 13 year old boy in me i absolutely love street fighter dude the art the art on the cover box i mean from the top to the bottom you can tell that this was made by a fan uh the figurines that come with it on its own if this game sucks as a game doesn't matter because the figurines are probably worth the the price of admission on its own. Mm -hmm. I don't know if you guys you've checked them out, Nick, but uh, it's like I saw them. They look amazing. It's like they the poses either... that I would pick if I was going to make figurines. Yeah, they. Um, I don't know what they did, whether or not they have professionals painting them. Because isn't that a Kickstarter or wasn't it a Kickstarter? It is. It is, but it got funded in the first hour. 
I believe. Oh, okay. So yeah, I don't know if they have like a huge bank. Are they plastic? I don't know. I haven't opened them up yet. Okay. Well, we gotta we gotta go over that in detail. Yeah, um, I wanted to like... get a game in, but since uh, we're having a situation over at the at the DLG house, um, we're trying to rush through today. Yeah. Well. Yeah. Yeah. You got to let us know how this how this plays out when you actually open it up. But it looks incredible. Just if you check out the Kickstarter page, we'll link it in the show notes. The Street yeah, Fighter miniature game. Yep, it's pretty. It's pretty awesome. Yeah, I I, I noted um, the little bit that I saw somebody play it. Um, the guy who put this all together, um, Angry Joe, Angry Joe, something or other. Uh, I guess he's a big YouTuber that re- mm-hmm. records. Oh games. yeah, Angry Joe. Yeah, is a guy who made. Yeah, 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 he's an old YouTuber. Not like old isn't bad, but like he's actually like getting up there in age. Well, he's been around there for a while. Yeah. 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 Um, so he made this from the ground up, I think, and uh, he has some videos of him playing it. And I saw that, like, you know, you some per, some character can do like a special move, and then you can interrupt that with like a jab mm-hmm. if you have one in your hand. Yeah, and there's combos you can combos, yeah. create with the cards. Yeah, it looks yeah. incredible. Like just the the mechanics of the game look great, as well as all the uh, visuals and miniatures. And how heavy is that box, Bobby? Super heavy. Yeah, yeah. it's probably ten pound box. So there's a lot of stuff in there. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm excited to open it up and see what's going on. Nice. I think it's really made for you because, like, your your reflexes now are just too fucking slow to play Street Fighter. So now you just like need a nice slow you just slow card down game. with the cards. <laughs> wow, wow, you guys are fucking assholes. <laughs> I'm right there with you. It's this it's this young guy over here that's giving us shit. <laughs> it's true. Yeah, my dude, uh, like my shit now. I'm noticing how bad I am. Like I used to be like ping 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 ping, like just shooting people or like being able to play fighting games. Now I'm just like. Time to take it nice and slow. Walk forward <laughs> around the corner and don't make noise. And, it happens and I get shot in the face by a 12-year-old running 80 miles an hour. It's when you start playing those turn-based games. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Well, let's talk about some other games here. So one that I wanted to bring up is called Ultra Kill. So, Emilio, you posted something about this. It was on sale during the Steam sale. Um, it is one of those boomer shooters. So one of those old first person shooters, uh, with a little bit of a modern spin, but definitely appealing towards the older crowd looks incredibly fast paced. And the reviews are just off the charts here. Very positive. Yeah. Um, and, but higher than most things. So, so there's, there's levels to the overwhelmingly positive game. And, uh, this game has entered the top 20 games rated games of all time on steve in in history so uh i think it's like 18th, oh, wow. 18th right now with an average score of like almost 97 percent. so uh yeah there must be something to it uh when i did watch a streamer playing it there there are secrets much like in doom there's secret ro- rooms or little platforms you can walk on and from what i saw every other big room has you know like some sort of uh thing in it so yeah i think that's a lot of what's going on well i scrolled down the steam reviews because i'm always suspicious when i see an overwhelmingly positive i've been duped by that recently a few times uh like with that harvey that stickman game Mm -hmm. because then i found out oh it's just all his fans yeah it's all his fans who are a fan of the artwork right um but in the reviews a lot of people were talking about just the mechanics of this game and how you can there's a lot of combo based stuff and also you can deflect things and you play through these levels and it's not just like you're trying to beat the level but you're trying to get an a rating or something like that so um 
it, it it's not quite just like an A to B uh, through levels first person shooter type thing. I think there's a little bit more going on to this, but yeah, it looks it looks intense. Like just the footage of it looks erratic almost. It's all over the place, bright colors. Yeah, apparently you can punch punch uh, projectiles. Yeah, like if back. someone throws something at you, you can punch it back at them. So there's yeah. lots of yeah. They, he just punched lightning. Like, <laughs> what the fuck? Yeah. yeah, it's insane. So you're gonna pick this up, Bobby? I might. This game is on sale for fifteen ninety nine. It's normally twenty bucks, which at first I was like, that seems a little high for a boomer shooter. But I don't know. Apparently it's worth it because the reviews are just incredible. Yeah, like what more do you need? Yeah. Who chose Genshin Impact for the game of the week this week? Uh Bobby did. I did. Okay, so who's next? Is it Amelia? Yeah. So is it? I think so. I think we go uh clockwise, don't we? Yes. Okay, sure. Am I right? I, don't, what I, thought it, I thought it was Nick, but I'm not. Because I definitely didn't pick Dead Space. He did. So, yeah. That's right. That's right. I did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, so it's you. It's you. It's you. Okay. I don't have anything right now. Okay. <laughs> you should choose this. Oh, that would be a good one. Uh, also, you bought me. Thank you, Nick. You bought me uh, Mech Warrior 5 and, yeah. um, and Ascent. But uh, Ascent hasn't officially come out yet. Do you know when it's going to come out? Uh, to be honest, I just saw it was on your wish list, so I just clicked it and bought uh, it for you. Thanks, buddy. No problem. <laughs> yeah. But no, um, I think it, it's either this or Mech Warrior for me, but it's your turn to choose. Uh, Mech Warrior, I haven't played a Mech Warrior since you had to control the game with a numpad. So, do you yeah. um, do you own it? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Mech Warrior 5, right? Uh, is, that, is that the brand new one, or is that the one that came out before? Um, I'm pretty sure that's like the one that came out a couple months ago. Let me take a look. Okay, because uh, that yeah, might be a good one. It's got very positive reviews. Came out May twenty sixth, twenty twenty one. So yeah, two months ago. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah, let's do that one. Bobby, you can play it off. Can you do that? Okay, it's yeah. thirty yeah. shekels. So, all right, cool. Sounds good. Thanks, Nick, for that. All right. Um, what else? Okay. Oh, yeah. Well, we've got a little bit of news this week that kind of ties into our on the radar section. Last week we were talking about. Dead Space. Nick and I were playing Dead Space 3. Mm-hmm. Um, there has been a lot of buzz, a lot of rumors really at this point. Uh, nothing really solid yet, but a lot of people are talking about a Dead Space reboot. Not Dead Space 4, but some sort of reboot. Apparently EA is really looking at this because of the success of the Resident Evil remakes. They're doing very well, so hey, why not cash in on that? Um they haven't really given any details about what the game is going to be. Dead Space has been off the shelf for a long time, right? Dead Space 3 was 2013. That's the last we ever heard of it. It's been eight years. So I don't know if they would try to tell an entirely new story here or if they're just going to do a straight-up remaster of the original one. Um, they They said reimagining. So that Yeah, but that's just like vague, vague terms. Yeah. That's, I think I I honestly think it's going to be what they did for Resident Evil um, two, or the one where they they uh, they remastered it. They changed a bunch of shit, but it's still like the base kind of story. The one with uh, the one with Nemesis, whatever one that one is. I think it's Resident Evil three Nemesis. I guess I guess that just answered my own question. I think they're going to do that. Hmm. Hmm. Okay. So this is going to be by EA Motive, the studio behind Star Wars Squadrons. Oh, that's good. They got a good history so far. Recent history. 
Yeah, but then yeah. again, you know, Visceral made the first Dead Space and, you know, couldn't have been any better, right? Great company. But EA, once they got a hold of Visceral, we all know what happened there. So yeah. I, I don't know. I'm a little suspicious of EA in general. So when I hear about this, I'm like, great, more Dead Space. But at the same time, uh, how are they going to mess this up? You know, mm -hmm. like they have a horrible track record. And what's your uh, go-to shooter recently, Bobby? Uh, Battlefront. Oh, interesting. Okay, <laughs> cool. I'm not saying it's good. <laughs> <laughs> he, he likes the mindlessness of it. That's mm -hmm. what he told me one time. So when I play video games with Bobby, I'm actually more like inquisitive. Or, um, yeah, I question him a lot when we play games compared to like on the show. I'm like, so why do you play? He's like, uh, it's kind of mindless. You know, I get to kill people and stuff. I'm like, okay. <laughs> but uh, yeah, well, yeah, a lot of times I'll sit down. Question like how he's doing, his girlfriend and stuff. But yeah, that's what he's told me when we were playing. He's like, yeah, it's just kind of mindless. You know, it's fun. I, uh, when I sit down at my computer, a lot of times I'll be like, I, you know, I, what do I feel like as soon as I sit down? And more often than not, that answer is, I, I want to, I feel like shooting stuff because inherently it's just fun and, and like stress relieving. Mm -hmm. So I'll usually, uh, just play a solo mode of, um, Risk of Rain 2 just for like 10 minutes and it just kind of gets that, mm. uh, the juices flowing. Yeah. That's that's kind of how it is for me right now with uh, Escape from Tarkov, because of, I like I played Genshin Impact. I played it for two two hours. I was like, you know what, I, I'm this ain't for me. You know, uh, all the weird grunts and moans, and uh, it sounds like your character's having sex when you're hitting stuff. It's just and all the anime sounds. But you love anime, dude. The, I I love anime, but not like doo doo anime. Like I'm like <laughs> fucking anime for sixteen year old boys. Oh, that, okay. that sounds. <laughs> oh wow, interesting. But it's like, <laughs> like Dragon Ball Z is known as what is a, a shonen anime, uh -huh. which means that it's literally targeted for thirteen to seventeen year old guys. And what yeah. is uh, this Genshin stuff? Is probably like, no, oh, it's 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 for like your normal like uh, you know, we Japanophile, yeah. Um, I played it as well for about an hour and a half. Uh, I was pleasantly surprised, man. I, I was pretty, I mean, for a free game that's online on its own browser, the graphics I felt were incredible. Um, it played yeah. well. There was no bugs. I didn't have any issues whatsoever. Um, sure. If you can get, well, a lot of people like that anime stuff. So this must be fucking incredible for them. Um, yeah. yeah, there's all that stuff that you complained about, but that's pretty much all you can complain about. Besides that, I mean, they're not going to hit you with the paywall in the first two hours usually if it's a good no, game. and that's and that's by design too. Yeah, um, you know, uh, I spent a little too much time trying to find find out um, what I w how to equip these weapons. I tried everything. I was looking up, and then I didn't know that you were going to get different characters that those weapons yep. are for them because I was doing like yep. a I. That entire valley, dude. I went every inch of it. I was having a really good time, actually. I can actually work for if you don't have a big budget. I would recommend this game. Did you play it on your phone? No, I didn't. I never okay. made the jump to that, and I should have at work. But um, Wi Fi is a little tricky over there. Oh. They don't let you do certain things like Netflix. <laughs> um, did you? So I, I looked this up because you know I always I always kind of take things that I don't like and find even more issues with it. So you not so you know when you open the uh, the loot crates or whatever, you know you can get any character right. 
Um, the chancing the chance of getting a character is five point one percent, which is like obscene. Five point one. Five percent. Five point one percent to get a character, and I think there's like twenty three characters or something like that. Sure. The one thing that I do like about it is how you can switch characters mid combat, and yeah. there's like obvious. There's this game, ugh, man. It, there's a lot of copying written stuff in it. I.e., it's essentially anime fucking the Breath of the Wild. Yeah, um, it did kind of feel like the Breath of yeah, the Wild. That's to what me. they were going for. And it came, it came out like soon after, and people were crying foul play, and I can I can see why, you know. Yeah. I liked it better um, than Breath of the Wild, though. <laughs> I think I, like, I did. Too. I like Breath of the Wild a lot. I know but people have a lot of a lot of people have said it got no. Game of the Year at the Game Awards. A lot of people say it's their favorite game. They're making a sequel. Yeah, it's a, a fantastic game. I just did not see it. Yeah, I don't get it either. Yeah. I, I am going to try again. I'm going to try this week to get back into Breath of the Wild. I finally found the little fu- those goddamn cartridges are so fucking small dude and when you have dude, a house like they're this so small when you have a house like this where there's just junk piled on top of junk it's tough but we found it so that's good i just feel a little weird playing video games at work but fuck it it's two in the morning yeah what are they gonna say yeah. <laughs> get yeah. off your weird big phone yeah so when I play oh, speaking get- of, i'm sorry oh, speaking, speak, it's more more towards uh uh, like the Switch. Uh, you know they're coming out with an OLED version, right? Yeah, yeah. There's like a Super Switch coming out, right? Yeah, and it has like a better Super screen. Switch. It has it's like a, a bunch of things that they fixed that people were complaining about. Yeah, I don't think the controllers come off the sides. It, I think I don't, I don't know. I didn't. I, I watched a video, but I didn't see that it would like they they mentioned that. If they did, that's a big no no. Yeah, so that's uh, a big pass. What do you think, Bobby? You know, I thought it was pretty good. I was surprised. I had heard that they do kind of push you into um, microtransactions. I didn't really feel that. I played a lot of this game, too. Like, at least five hours, I'd say. Nice. Um, And I felt like I got to a certain point where I was a little bit gated. So the characters level up to 20. Then you have to ascend. Mm. And the only way you can ascend is by collecting materials out in the world as you're doing your quests. But also, you have to have an item that you get from your adventure rank going up. Okay. So your adventure rank is like this overall rank. I don't know. It's just like some other thing. And that's essentially your account value. Yeah. Your account. Yeah. I guess your account value. And that seemed to be crawling, like going really slow. So it started to feel a little grindy at that point. And there were so many currencies and so many things that I, I didn't quite understand what was like the whole microtransaction thing. Like, okay, you buy these loot boxes and you get a chance to get a character and they kind of train you on how to do that. And you get to try out different characters. But yeah, there's some weird stuff that I, I had I spent more time with the game, I would probably become more familiar with. And I'm sure at some point I would feel a lot of pressure to spend money. Yeah. But just with the time that I'd spent with it, I was really impressed with the graphics, the simplicity. You you felt like it could easily translate to a mobile game because graphically, like everything's just very, very neat. Right. Mm-hmm. Very clean. Yeah. Um, and it, yeah, it feels like Breath of the Wild. You're wandering around this huge open environment. I I was assuming this game was an MMO. It's not really an MMO. It's more of an RPG. There is a multiplayer element where people can join into your game. Now, I'm told that... You're directly you, from Discord, by the way. Yeah, with Discord, which is very convenient. But if at the beginning of the game, you choose America, Europe, Asia, uh, you know, what server are you going to be playing on? Um, 
if you're on the American server, you can't play with Europeans and vice versa. So you can only play with people on other servers. And that's basically just joining their game and then going along with them in their quests. And your character earns XP, but I don't think you progress in the story. Story, yeah. Uh, speaking of the story, did you guys really pay any attention to that? Um, no, I, I, I no. Skip, of, of course, I, I always skip dialogue lines. I mean, I got it. Okay, dragon, dragon bad. And, yeah. you know. <laughs> right, right, right. Another, yeah. another one was, okay, you choose your sexier character, your brother or your sister gets turned into a, a geometrical problem. And yeah, well, you have this, your character doesn't speak at all, but this seems to be a trend with Japanese games. Maybe I'm wrong here because I don't play too many of them, but you often have this sidekick who's usually like a fairy character or a talking sword, someone, and they're always like, they're like Puck from A Midsummer's Night Dream. They're always very mischievous and very talkative and a little crude. Overreacting on stuff all the time. So in this game, that character is called Paimon, which was so weird for me because I just kept on thinking of that Ari Aster movie um, where uh, uh, Hereditary, where this demon cold is trying to um, trying to find a person to be a vessel for the demon Paimon, you know? Oh, shit. Yeah. So it's just like, Paimon thinks this. I'm like, this is getting creepy. This is freaking me out just a little bit here. Paimon um, wants your soul. Yeah. Uh, but so this little pixie character that follows you around does like all the talking. Um, but yeah, I, I skipped a lot of the dialogue scenes and there's a lot of them too. Like, I was like, there's no way I'm reading all this. Yeah. yeah. You know, sure. when you skip and you're just like, click, 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 yeah. click, 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 click. <laughs> I watched the first ones. I watched the first like yeah. 10 of them. And then I was like, whoa. Yeah. 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 Just <laughs> space bar all the way through all those things. Yeah. But beautiful yeah. game. Like I said, um, I, I like the switching of the characters. Mm-hmm. How many characters did you have at the end by five hours? I had four. Four. four? I, I they, had three and two hours. I had four as well. Maybe five. Okay. I think I had five. So they give you one, like they tell you how to open up like this pack or loot box or whatever. And I got one in there. And then I had from the story, I think I had four other ones. Um, what was really cool. What I really liked about this game was the combat you can use different abilities and they'll have effects on the environment. So you've got a guy who's got freezing abilities and you can cast one of his spells. And if it's on water, the water becomes ice. You can walk on it. Uh, If you use the electric lady, you cast a spell in water, electrocutes and stuns people in it. So lots of things like that, that I thought were really well Mm -hmm. done. And which opens things up for exploration too. some mm-hmm. characters can't get to certain things while other ones can because they can manipulate the environment. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So on some quests, it'll tell you, hey, you're going to need a character who can manipulate this element, make sure to bring them along in your group. I really like that little party system it made me feel like uh, like a Final Fantasy game, like yeah, I yeah. My, my party going out there. How many can you have your roster that are a quick select? Uh, four? Uh, just four, right? four. Okay. four. Yeah. yeah, you have like a you have like a main team. And then you have, like, your doo-doo squad that sits on the bench. Yeah. Well, what's really cool, too, is the leveling up of the characters. So we all know how that works. You go out, you do stuff, you level up your character. But then you have your weapons and then these items that you can equip that you can level up as well. And whenever a game does this, I always overmanage, right? Like, I save up everything. I don't want to spend any of my resources on the pistol, right? right. I don't want to spend all my upgrade or talent points on the pistol. I'm going to wait until I get, like, the super mega shotgun, like, late in the game. So what happens is I go through 85% of the game 
all my talent points are stacked up. And then like the last 15% of the game, I dump all my talent points into the last weapon. Right. What this game it's does. It's not going to happen though. In this yeah, game, yeah. Well, what this game does is genius. They, they've got a great way to solve this problem. You can upgrade your weapons or your items. And you do that by absorbing crystals or other weapons and items. So what happens is, say you get a better one and you've just spent all this time and resources uh, upgrading one weapon, you just absorb the upgraded weapon into your new mm. one that's like a higher rank or whatever. And then it just gets all that XP that you put in there. That's awesome. Yeah. So it's it's a real fluid yeah. way that doesn't make you feel like you have to have to be really stingy with with your upgrades. Nick, if... If we re rewound to two weeks ago and you told me that Bobby was going to be a fan of Genshin Impact, dude, I would have been like, fuck straight off, dude. Uh, I don't think he's a fan of Genshin Impact. I think, I think he's a he fan is. of the mechanics. Well, I think they're doing some really cool things yeah. in here. I think it looks great, too, dude. I mean, the visual style, I'll take it or leave it. I'm not really into anime and uh, whatever, but yeah, like, it's not going to ruin it for me. Um the microtransaction thing, like, I didn't get to the ugly part of this game that I've heard about. So yeah. I, don't, I don't know. I don't... I, I don't uh, want to judge it based on that, but so far, I mean, yeah, I, and the game's free too, until they get you. But. I looked, I looked into that, and there, and the average time it takes for someone to be like to force them to like use microtransactions is apparently anywhere between twenty to thirty hours, depending on your luck with opening characters and stuff. There are some characters like people have the unfortunate. Uh, luck of like getting four tanks in a row for their like their like loot boxes and stuff uh, right and then it's literally just two wet noodles hitting each other yeah and like there there's like videos of people comparing their luck to others and like literally taking two minutes to kill a simple ass like the one of the tall dudes with the hammers mm -hmm. um and you can't like, outright buy the characters right you can't just say here's five bucks no. give me the character i want it's the loot box system they force you into so, which and there and there are dps characters that are like hey if you get this character this will like let you ride for like a solid 40 50 hours Damn. but like there are some that are like yes yeah, character's virtually useless i mean you can't blame them they have to make money somehow and if it's not if it's not completely outrageous what they're doing then i don't know it's acceptable i believe i don't feel like this is like uh you know fucking with uh human uh, like weaknesses and stuff. Yeah. It doesn't feel like it. If you can get 20 hours out of it before they hit you with a strong paywall, that's that was free. Mm -hmm. Take it and leave it. The, the thing about this is like always like, thank you for children. It's like you get, yeah, you this is kind of targeted towards a younger audience, I'd say. And yeah, you let, your, <laughs> you let your kid or your whatever play this game. And like, obviously, like, like the young boys are going to be attracted to the boob physics. Right. And so they're going to be like, mom, can I have your credit card? They're like, wow, you already have it for Fortnite, apex legends, all these other fucking games. What do you need it for this one? And they're like, well, yeah, I don't know. And then they take their mom's fucking card and spend money on it. It's like that little girl who spent, I think it was like upwards of $900 on a game where you just can buy pet fish. Yeah. And it's just like, it's always like, are we instilling, is it gambling? Like, Pretty and much, for them, yeah. it's like, oh, technically you can get to the last, the last parts of the game without gambling, or technically you can get here, but yeah, I don't know. I mean, I'm going to hold judgment at this point on the game because 
if there's a certain point where it's like you can't really progress unless you spend money or like it really kind of strong arms you if you want to experience a lot of parts of the game or get the most out of it you really got to spend money um and like how much money are we talking about too like it, because of the gambling system it could be quite a bit if you it never was know like what you're getting, yeah. yeah if you could say hey five bucks for this character ten bucks for that one six for this one that's a little more of an honest system i think and the game's got great things going for it like i think I, I don't know. You could remake this game and it could just be like an RPG Breath of the Wild st style and sell it for 30 bucks a copy. And I think it'd do very well. I like the idea that um, some people are going to get lucky and get everything they need because it shows that you can do it on the cheap. And those people can play the whole game and tell people that need to pay it, that didn't get as lucky. Hey, it's actually worth it to get into the end game. Like it's really fun at the end or whatever. Um, Otherwise, the only way that you get, if you don't use that luck system, the only way is just mega grinding or um, tons of dollars, one of the two. But it seems like there is like another route, but you just have to get lucky. Mm -hmm. I don't know how lucky, though. All right. Yeah. We'll see. So uh, where are we at on this? I, I say recommend. I say recommend if anime is your thing and you you know don't have any games to play or you can't afford a new game and you want to try something new. This is this is what you should get. Hmm. All right. Yeah, I mean, I'd, I'd give it a recommendation. I think it's pretty good. Don't get carried away with it. Yeah. All right. DLG recommended this game. No, I'm broke. <laughs> well, I played another game this week. Kind of bringing back a classic here. I played some Rocket League. Nice. This week, which oh, I haven't played in forever, nice. but we've had some people on the Discord that have been getting back into it. And I thought, okay, let's check it out. This game came out in 2015, right? Yeah. Um, Psionics, local San Diego company, by the way. They appeared in the documentary I watched about a year ago or so. And uh, they did the interview in their offices, and it's right downtown. I was, I was trying to like find my my building in the background, but couldn't see it. But they're, they're literally like less than a mile from where I live. Um, this game has changed a lot. First of all, visually, it's got a darker, more detailed look to it. Mm. It was a striking difference. I remember it being very colorful and a little more, um, like a lot of neon and a lot of like translucent stuff. Uh, but now it just seems, I don't know, a little more, a little more serious, Gritty. a little darker. Yeah. A little grittier, but like more detail. I, I'd say it's an improvement. I think it does look better. Um, they've also made the jump to Epic Games, and that's changed some things about it as well. You click on it so we can see it? Oh, yeah. I forgot I'm doing this, too. We yeah. don't have Sniper today. As much as I like seeing whatever age, these, uh, no, no, you can't tell if they're five years old or 40-year-old demons. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, it's what's the old trope? It's like, she died when she was, when she was 14. But she's been alive in hell for over three million years. Yeah. <laughs> so technically, she's three million years old with the body of a fourteen-year-old. <laughs> it's like the weird tropey thing. Nice. All right. So I yeah. saw that they had. Well, there must have been so many DLCs, dude. The latest one I saw was uh, fucking Fast and the Furious, or yeah, Fast and the Furious. And I was like, mm -hmm. how was this not done re earlier? Yeah, like, it looked like a there's so one. many opportunities for DLC yeah. because it's cars, right? Like how many iconic cars do we have? Uh, the game is free to play now, which has kind of changed it a lot. So mm -hmm. I remember playing, I bought it for who knows how much. And 
after each match, you'd get some sort of cosmetic item. Okay, cool. Um, now you get, you do get some cosmetic items, but you also get these cosmetic items that drop and then they cost money to unlock them. So they do that old trick, like, Hey, look what you got. Oh, by the way, you got to buy the key for two fifty If you want to unlock this, you know, like, okay. I feel like it never worked out for TF2, but I guess. Well, TF2 was crates and they would say, these are the things you could get, but still it was a gamble. You still have to buy the key. Yeah. This is just like, Hey, straight up. This is what you got. You see it. Okay. Like in like a see-through box. Yeah. But you don't even have to buy it. You have to buy the crystals or whatever. And then you use the crystals to unlock it. So, you know, it's, it's the whole trick of, they used to do this at arcades when I was young, you go in, you get their like Wally tokens or whatever. (laughs) And then, you know, now you have to spend the money there. Like, and same thing with gift cards. They do it. So like you end up spending just a little bit more than you ordinarily would. Um, the gameplay is still fantastic and I don't know what happened, but I was actually doing really well. I did not score against my own team once. Hey, I played a lot of matches. That's, that's pretty incredible for me. That's, your teammates, meanwhile, are playing goalie for their own team. <laughs> They're just like, okay, Bobby's coming. Bobby's coming. <laughs> no, I'm telling you, man, like I used to be horrible at this game and now I'm marginally better. It's because you were playing fucking, um, that takes two, dude. Yeah, I don't know about that. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I wasn't playing with a controller. Oh. I still use the mouse and keyboard. Uh, so any pool to buy the Jurassic Park car? Oh, that, it's not out yet, actually. Um, yeah, they listed it there, but it, oh, is that it right here in yeah. the corner? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's the Jurassic Park Jeep. That is kind of cool, but I, I don't know. They got so many cool ones: the DeLorean, the Back to the or the Ghostbuster car, and then they just got ones that are just like, hey, it's a big old F one fifty. Yeah, you know, like hey, you know that car, but. Yeah, I don't know. The cars look cool, but like I wasn't, I, I had to redo all my cosmetics and everything anyway. Remember when Jens was making his crazy videos of him playing? Oh, like, yeah. Ridiculous off the wall, uh, off the ceiling shots. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, just like Recycled said, uh, the skill ceiling for this game is so high. Yeah. yeah. And the, also, the accessibility is really low. Yeah. That's what's incredible about this game. Anybody can look at this game and understand what's going on, and anyone can try to play this game, may not be very good at it, but they understand the rules. Yeah, car like push that. ball. Yeah. Car push It's soccer car push ball and hole. Yeah. So, or football, if you're for our European football. fans. <laughs> yeah, but uh, yeah, it's still a great game, man. The, um, the Epic thing, so when I logged in on Steam, it was like, hey, you need to link your Epic account. And I, I had forgot they moved over there. So I did that. And then my friends list in the game came up for Epic and for Steam as well. So I have like two friends lists. It, they, they did a pretty good job of incorporating it in everything. But the whole the whole free-to-play thing has definitely changed the game a little bit. But the heart of it is still there, and it's still a great game. I'm glad you uh, went back and liked it, man. Uh, and I, we're somehow better. <laughs> I don't know what happened, man. <laughs> Um, so, uh, I, this wasn't appropriate for movies on DL. I've been watching a lot of TV at work. So I watched this movie or this TV show called, uh, this anime on Netflix called Ragnarok. Did you see it, Nick? Did you see the preview? I've seen the preview, but I haven't watched it. Yeah. I mean, it's fucking pretty bad, dude. It's, <laughs> it's, um, all the gods are going to destroy earth because earth is being, um, a shithead. So, um, one of the Valkyries proposes Ragnarok, uh, earthlings versus gods, uh, in a, you know, 16 man battle. And I'm like, Oh my God, 16 year old Emilia would have fucking 
lost his shit over this, but I'm going to check it out. So I'm watching it, and the entire time I'm watching it, I'm like, this is so bad. This is so bad. And it's exactly what you said, Bobby. Like, there's there's this. There's a main Valkyrie, and she's got a little sister that's like a little tiny version of her that's kind of like a fairy. Mm -hmm. And she's like, oh, my God, we're totally going to lose. And she's like, no, we're not. I've got this trick up my sleeve. And that's all this whole thing is. An entire fight. The first fight is... Um, I believe it's Thor versus like Guan Yu, uh, from from the Three Kingdoms. Is this an animated thing? It's an anime. Okay, an I'm, an- I got the wrong thing. Bobby's over here got the drama from like Norway going on. Uh, Ragnarok. Uh, yeah, anime. It might be. It might have a different name. Record of Ragnarok. There we go. Record of Ragnarok. Yeah. Okay. So <laughs> next thing you know, is- I watched the whole fucking season, dude. Like. I don't know. I have anything else to do, and I downloaded it at a time, so I was kind of stuck because uh, I don't have any internet out there. But um, if you're 13 years old, I can strongly recommend this. Okay. Well, we got um, some fans in Twitch chat here. It's awesome. <laughs> um, there's so in an entire fight. This was my big pet peeve with Dragon Ball Z. They would talk the entire time about what their abilities were or whatever. And then one guy would do one move and he goes, that was pretty good, but it's no match for my blah, blah, blah. And and it's just like, they're playing war with cards Mm -hmm. and it's three episodes for one fight, Bobby. And maybe four punches were thrown, but they're like, the right hook of Armageddon or whatever the fuck it is. It's, you, you, it's you so my, You're about to give me on my soapbox, son. <laughs> it's about to, get, about to become the DLG fucking anime podcast. No, I'm just kidding. But I'll, 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 I got something to recommend to you once you're done. That's Poseidon. No, I don't want to see anymore. I'm done. This reminded no, 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 me no. why I so don't want to You complained about Dragon Ball, right? Oh my God. But that, so that was Aphrodite, dude. complained about <laughs> Dragon Ball. Yeah, that was Aphrodite. Look how big her tits are. She has two statues holding her tits. Why did they just fly up like that? Uh, Because uh, somebody did the fucking right hook of Armageddon, dude. It was so powerful that it lifted her tits up in the air. Jesus Christ. (laughs) The entire time time she's watching, she has two statues holding her tits because they're too heavy for her to... She gets the boob sweat. Jesus Christ. Um, So... Dragon Ball, right? You were like, they're talking so much and they're all this stupid shit and they're not fighting. Well, they actually redid Dragon yes, Ball yes, Z. Yes, yes, yes. You told me about the... And it's dra- a shortened version and you need to watch it. What was it called again? Dragon Ball Kai. Kai. Okay. Uh, what was the last thing I was going to say about that? I don't want to talk about it anymore. <laughs> oh, I do want to say... oh. I am curious who the writers chose as America, uh, America's uh, as uh, representatives of humans. So Guan Yu was one of them. Uh, mm-hmm. Adam, like Adam and Eve, I guess, because he's the first man and he's made in the image of a god. He's kind of like if it's God in my flowers. I don't know. It was stupid. Uh, the other guy was a samurai, and it, it, he was probably my favorite character in the whole thing. It wasn't uh, Miyamoto Masashi. It was his most famous rival the one that Masashi killed. And that was the, probably the most interesting writing of the whole thing. But if you watch it, you'll, you'll see why I said mm-hmm. that. I don't know who the rest of them are. I, I got to wait till season oh, hold two. Up. I got the full list. All right. All right. Missing some key characters. All right. You got Lubu, who's from the three kingdoms romance. Okay. It wasn't known. one. You. It was Lubu. Um, Adam. 
Kojiro Sasaki, who's the guy that you just mentioned. Yeah. Jack the Ripper. Oh, yeah. They mentioned Jack the Ripper. But then that season ended. That's it. An entire season. I only saw three fights, probably. (laughs) (laughs) All right. That's it. Don't tell me the rest because I'm curious. All right. right. Just Nikola Tesla. You got to hear about that one. Yeah. That's the one I want to watch. Nikola Tesla, dude. All right, Nick, what have you been playing? I'm reading this. I want to watch this now. I'm into this kind of stupid shit. I watched watched an anime where when you die, it was a battle between heaven and hell, and Jesus Christ is the bad guy, and he's controlling, like, giant dragons and shit. That sounds awesome. It's insane. But uh, as far as what I've been playing, Bobby, uh, lots and lots of Escape from Tarkov. Um, The reason being is that... There's a wipe, so everybody starts back from level one again. Uh, everybody, like, sucks and dies uh, super quick. Uh, guns are doo-doo. Like, I got into a firefight today. Me and the other guy, uh, we both had level four armor, so, like, it could stop some pretty big bullets. But we're shooting each other with shotguns, which will do no damage to, like, any kind of body armor like that. And we shot each other probably 18 times, like, in the chest. And we're like, why won't you die? <laughs> like, we're just like... At one point, I ran out of bullets, and he ran at me with a hatchet and bonked me in the head. Like, it was... It was... it, it, it The wipe is just the wackiest time, and the best time to play. Or, like, if you've never played it, it's the best time to play, because... When you play later on, like, in, like, three or four weeks the game will be not very accessible because everyone that really wants to try and is playing has so much money that they can afford the best stuff and then just keep going and keep playing the game. But right now, like I said, everybody starts from square one. So, but, uh, okay. So yeah, it's true. It's a lot harder to start, but there is that, one in a hundred, one in a thousand chance later on in the season that you kill one of these whales and get all kinds of crazy shit, right? Yeah. That's also yeah, a possibility. So, so right now, so they, this, this wipe is very different, arguably one of the biggest wipes they've ever made in the game. And they, so there's two ways to play this game. You can play as an AI. So as a scav character, which means like you're a poor Russian guy that's stuck there in this, in the city and you're surviving, or you can play as a paid military person or your main person. Well, before, when you played as a scav, you can do whatever you want. You can shoot other scavs in the head. You could kill bosses. You can do all this other stuff. And they they said, you know what? Everyone's being assholes. No one's working together like they should be. So they, they put in a karma system. So now, like, if me and you are playing Emilio, and I find you, and I shoot you, I lose reputation. And there's a vendor who the scabs like all you know work with or work for. When your reputation gets low enough, he only sells you certain things. When your reputation gets below that, he only sells you maybe ammunition. And when he's below that, all the scabs now shoot you on sight. Oh. But when you when you play the game and you get your your reputation up, you can actually do some crazy shit. So more stuff, uh, you can buy the gear that people lose in-game. Uh, like, if, if you're playing as a character, like, as your main character, and you die, and no one picks up your shit, I can buy your stuff. Mm. 
Um, as well as you, uh, you can boss, like you can tell the bosses what to do. Like the actual bosses in the game, they'll follow you. They'll move to where you want them to move. They'll shoot where you want them to shoot. Like, and That's when you so commanded these bosses, they have like seven people with them. So it gets nuts. Wow. So you can like, uh, ambush another character with a boss character and po- potentially take his shit. Yeah, exactly. And, and it's one of the, it's one of the things that they, they made so that if someone does get in late, they have a way to play the game and it's not grinding. Like it's not, it's not, all right, I'm going to run in there with an ax and like some medication and try to find some shit and get out immediately. It's like, oh, my, you know what? My scav character is really high up there in reputation. So I'm going to go command this boss and go kill some chads. Because even when you're, even when you're like really high level, the boss guns and the boss characters, they can kill you in one hit. And so it, it's pretty nuts. So um, if you grab stuff with your scav character, that you can later use that on your main character. So, yeah. So what happens is when you're, when you're, when you go in as a scav, by the way, what you're seeing on screen is the escape from Tarkov, uh, short movie. I think it's like an hour and 20 minutes now. Uh, they just came out the final episode and it's pretty, it's pretty funny. It's well, not funny, but it's like a drama. It's all in Russian and English. It, I, I liked it, but, uh, yeah. So you go in as your scav and, um, Whatever you pick up, whatever you, uh, whatever you like, uh, like loot or whatever, you can transfer to your main character. Mm. The thing that doesn't transfer over is stats. So, like right now, my scab is level nine, but my main character is level fifteen. Okay, but it looks so, like you're putting a lot of time into your scab. So yeah, no, well, you can in the beginning you can only scab every twenty minutes. Oh, and. Well, the thing is, once you level up your scav, uh, like your scav rep, you can scav, like you can you can do the bum like more often, like you can scab more often. I think you can get it all the way down to seven minutes. Which, by the time you you are done scaving and you you play your regular character once, your scav's available again. Uh, what I don't get is why wouldn't you just scav all the time and get you know and then hoard a ton of shit for your main character? So that's okay. So you have a limited stash. So. Canonically, like in the quote-unquote lore, your your PMC has like he he's found like a little bunker that he can live in. Okay, and so you can only have so much stuff in there. And the scavs, your scav character, I guess, is like his partner or something like that. Um, and so he the scav will leave stuff in that in that uh in okay. that little hangout area, and that's your stash like that like. There's a limited amount of stuff, and there are people like myself. I primarily will scav uh, because I'll only have like twenty or thirty minutes to play. If I'm playing like for a long period of time, like oh, you know, Leslie's asleep, I don't gotta go to work tomorrow. I got like two or three hours. I'll play my main character. The thing is, like, the main character has all the quests. He has all the other stuff, so he levels up way faster. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. Nice, dude. But yeah, this game is really. So they they made they made some serious changes. So th- people think that this is. They just did a presentation today. They think that this is the last, uh, either the last or second to last wipe they'll do before they release one point oh. 
Oh, shit. I didn't even realize it was still beta. Yeah, so it's in beta right now. The reason being is that eventually they want to get the game um, to the point where they never have to wipe again. So that late game gear, like the stuff that you can shoot in the head with like a sniper rifle bullet and it'll bounce off, is almost impossible to get normally. Like you have to like, you either have to get insanely lucky by finding like a dead boss that got killed by a grenade or something, or you have to, you know, earn a lot of money. Essentially, they just don't want everybody running around with like super crazy gear all the time, every time. Right. So... What they've proposed is right now I can go to any vendor I want and buy anything I want from them at any time that they sell, right? Because there's different vendors. There's a guy that sells shotguns and hunting equipment. There's a guy that sells gun parts for European guns. There's a guy that sells only American guns. There's a guy that sells only Russian guns. And so eventually what they want to do, and their their magnum opus, is this map called Streets of Tarkov. And Streets of Tarkov is going to be huge. Right now, the maximum players or players as well as controlled AI on a on a on a on a map I think is eighteen. Well, Streets of Tarkov is going to be forty. Not only that, but there's going to be two bosses. There's a armored personnel carrier that's going to be going around and putting people in check. But the 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 most important detail is that all those traders I just mentioned are going to be on that map. So you have to so actually get to them. If you want to buy anything, you need to go to them and then extract near them, and then you can buy stuff. So the game is going to get even harder when that happens. They've already announced that, like, for the people that own the Edge of Darkness edition, aka like the hundred dollar version, all the future DLC are free. Um, they've announced that all the DLC guns, like the guns that you can buy if you are a DLC member, uh, you know. If you don't own the DLC and you kill somebody that has those guns, you get to keep them. Mm. You just can't buy them from the vendors and stuff. So it, it's pretty interesting to to see, you know? Yeah, for sure. I I believe these guys created a genre. They uh, they were the first ones to do one of these play to f- play for keeps games, and there hasn't been a ton of other ones. But um, the, you know, we, there's like Raid Shadow, no, not Raid Shadow Lazing, but um. Uh, Hood, Hood is a, one of them that just came out. Yeah, which is on sale this week. Uh, I thought about picking up. There's one that's like a medieval one, but it's not supposed to have magic, and it's supposed to be coming out. I think like December of this year. I'm and the sure. way it works is like your character levels up, all that kind of stuff. You get to choose what you're proficient in when what you, with what you start with, like so you can be proficient with like bows and stuff. And it's supposed to be realistic, like Tarkov, where like you get shot once in like the shoulder or something. It becomes, you know, extremely difficult for you to attack and stuff like that. So it's supposed to get pretty interesting as far as like, I know that someone's like, we'll get Tarkov and we'll put it in medieval England. Yeah. So. It's good that um, the creativity that went into creating a new genre continues. Like they're finding novel solutions for the problems. And that's really good. Yeah. The, the thing about this game, like that really, it wasn't the genre as much as I like to, I don't like to say that. It's the gunplay. Everybody and their mom that plays Tarkov is like, this is the best. The the thing closest to realistic besides like Arma, because it's like my depiction of it, it's Battlefield and Arma put together. Like it has like some of the funness of like Battlefield, but like the realism of Arma as far as like, if I shoot you in the head, you're going to die. Right? Yeah. 
but in Battlefield, I can shoot Bobby in the head two or three times with certain guns, and it's not going to kill him at all. So why is it going to be Bobby? I don't know. I was just going to try to involve him in the conversation. <laughs> um, <laughs> but no, it's a. Uh, I think Bobby said that he wanted to try to get access to his Tarkov account and try to get back in, which uh, I, I, you know, I don't think I that's say what he said. Do it. I think he said he said it before I don't we know started. how I would access my account. But uh, no, he he said before the, the that he wants to get access to his Tarkov account again. So, um, it'll be like I said. The, now's the perfect time to play it. Now's uh, the perfect I haven't time, been able Bobby. to put it down. Game so. of the week. <laughs> game, no, not game of the week. No, no, no. We have to play something different. We've not. The rule is that we ha, it has to be something either. Oh, I know. What is the rule? Wasn't it like something we all haven't played, and we can at least play an hour of? <laughs> Yeah, I don't but know. I think we've tried to focus on games that are newer or something that we all haven't played, so it's a new experience for all of us. Yeah. Um, I've been playing something new for me. Uh, so I've, I finally got a hold of our VR system. Uh, we have the Oculus Quest. Um, and Bobby's had it a long time because it just wasn't right for me. I didn't have the time, blah, blah, blah. So now I have kind of like a nice area that I can play. Holy hell, did I have a fucking hard time setting this up, Bobby. Really? And, and you were just like, you just plug in the wire and it fucking works, right? So I plugged in the wire. And for some reason, I don't know if it's my computer. I don't think so because I used multiple ports, uh, 3.0 ports. I tr- tried the whole thing. It just continues to dis- disconnect about every 10 seconds. It'll disconnect. Um, just hmm. do, 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 you know, that whole thing. And I don't know what it is. I don't know if the wire is loose. Uh, I, Anyway, so that was an hour trying to get that. And then um, turns out to play wirelessly, it's not too hard. Oh, uh, Then on top of that, I'm trying to play my Steam games, right? Which is tough. It's, an, it's another level to do when mm-hmm. you don't have the... Yeah, because they want you to use the Oculus store yeah, and keep it all in-house. Exactly. Um, so the best way to do this wirelessly, because now I'm wireless, is to buy a virtual desktop and then run, run it, and then have that run um, Steam VR, right? So, but now you have three; <laughs> it's three levels. You're having Oculus run uh, virtual desktop, which runs Steam VR. And by the way, I got it for like seven bucks. It's totally worth it, dude. You could just play wirelessly. It's great. Um, I. What? That's what th- that's what threw me off was like the whole like I want to experience VR like at home and everything. I have the perfect room to do it in. It's fucking huge and, and it's it's empty. Um, and so it's like I want to get into it, but everyone's like, "Oh, you got to do this quest thing, and you got to do all the all the stuff with the setup." I'm just like, "Dude, I don't want to. I don't want to fuck with that." Like, I understand that it's you know Facebook wants to make their money and they want to you know. And control the the VR experience, but I want to like save up my money to buy an HTC or whatever the next you know the next cool thing is because the you know everyone says the index was good. So I will say, I mean, this thing is way more comfortable than the index or the Vive. I feel it's super lightweight. It feels like it's barely on your face. Once you got going, you know, obviously the the resolution isn't as good as a, either one of those other ones, but it gets the job done. I'm not going to complain about that too. The Oculus Two, I could, I 
would want to check out, especially at that price point. It's like 300 bucks for mm. the whole package. They're really banking on you using the Oculus Store, and they're making their money that way. I think uh, the yeah yeah uh, for sure. Uh, I would go to a store and like try them out if you can or whatever, or buy buy it from somewhere that has a return policy and and try this out first because it's so cheap, especially the Oculus Two, which came out like two months after we bought ours for like the same price. Yeah, uh, we got fucked on that one. But anyway, um, so then I couldn't do that, Bobby, because it requires you to when you want to buy something from the Oculus Store virtual desktop it requires a pin it was signed into your account and it was like late right but mm-hmm. and so i didn't want to ask you you probably didn't know what your pin was for it anyway no um, idea and here here's the part I'm, I'm getting frustrated a little bit on oculus on my pc i'm signed into my account and on on the headset it's signed into your account and i can't have one talk to the other the headset cannot be like I couldn't find a way to like reset the headset. Right. Hmm. So then I found that you can add a second account onto the headset, but it's under the experimental mode. So I did that. Finally did that. Went onto my, that's where it is right now. Um, but every time I boot it up, it automatically goes to yours. And then I have to switch accounts and go to mine. Did you delete mine? I don't, I didn't see a way. Oh, I did factory reset. Didn't seem to help. Just kept going back to your shit. Dude, it was. I had a head, a throbbing headache at the at the because the whole time you're you're fucking flipping the thing up, working on your keyboard on your regular screen, mm-hmm. flipping it down. Ugh, frustration, but I got it to a point where it's working. Um, one thing I do have to say about the Oculus is that camera on the outside that shows you your surroundings so nice, yeah. especially yeah, if you, like the ghost mode. Yeah, all you do is double tap. No matter what mm-hmm. you're playing, it freezes what you're doing. And shows you where you're at. And uh, that's a great, great thing. Mm-hmm. Um, you have to enable that in the experimental mode, too. Yeah, experimental the double mode. tap thing on yeah. the side. Yeah. I thought it was great. Have you have you tried playing um, Pavlov VR? No. So it's like, a, it's a, a, essentially a Counter-Strike, but in VR. Mm-hmm. Oh, I think I've oh, seen yeah. it. Uh, yeah. uh, Ray has talked about that. He, he's played some of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's 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 called Pavlov VR. Apparently, a lot of people, a lot of people like it. So, uh, what I ended up playing was um, Half Life Alex. Uh, probably two hours into it, I bought it on the Steam sale. Um, like like all Valve things, it's fucking incredible. It's so good. Um, I, from you know, there is a, some nostalgia being back in that universe, being back in a way that's so immersive as well. Um, much like playing Half-Life 2 and picking up uh, items and playing with them because the physics was so good. Those same physics are now working in VR, you know, where you can... I don't know. I did the exact same things, and I'm sure they did this on purpose. Um, there's a milk crate with, like, a jar... And so I put the jar in the milk crate and I'm shaking it around. It feels so real. And uh, the controllers are great on the Quest and I can't complain. But you can definitely tell that this was made for the, the uh, index. The index. The yeah. index. Yeah, it's what everybody and their mom says. Yeah. Um, there, it, I, I mean, I'm going to try to explain these things, but, but it's not going to work because you, you're not playing this game. You don't know what I'm talking about. 
it just feels right. Everything f- works perfectly. And I'm probably playing on one of the worst setups. You know, I'm playing over Wi-Fi on older generation equipment, and I'm still being like wowed. Um, so you have the gravity gloves, not the gravity gun now. So uh, you can, small things or interactable items, uh, instead of you having to walk over to them, you can kind of like whip them at you and just catch them in your hand and put them in your backpack. And that 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 little action feels so good. Every time you pull it off, you feel like Indiana Jones grabbing like the the fucking keys to to a jail cell or something. You're like, fuck yeah, grab that shit. It feels good every time, and I've done it fifty times. You know what I mean? Um, reloading your gun feels great. Shooting things feels great. The music's awesome. The comedy is you know right there in line with uh, the quirkiness of Half Life. Um, Enjoy and creepiness, you know. I'm, I'm there's times where I'm like, oh, fuck, I don't, I don't want to walk through this hallway, but I guess I have to, you know. It's like, what, there are head crabs in the game? Uh, I haven't run into, yeah, there head is. Crabs. I haven't run into head crabs. Uh, I have run into zombies and um, the things from that's from the ceiling. Um, those all like, oh, the licky guys, the ones that are like long yeah. tongues that yeah. up. The tonsil yeah. guys, uh, which are great because yeah. they have so much um physics to them, you know, like. What can I throw at that that's going to activate it? What doesn't? Like, does it have to weigh a certain amount? It, it completely changes the game. It's like playing Half-Life, but you're in Half-Life. I know, duh. But, yeah, that's what it is. So it's fucking Isn't there awesome. a team that's working on making the other Half-Lives in Alex or something like that? I think so, yeah. I, I think there Sounds is. familiar. Yeah, somebody's working on Half-Life 2 for, for VR. But so is all- this Half-Life... Is, I know this isn't like Half-Life 3, you know, God has come a second time, or Jesus, like, I know it's not that, but is this like Half-Life 2.5? Like, what is this? Uh, well, canonically, it happens, I believe, before Half-Life 2, I think, because... Ha- mm, see, that's why I'm a little, like, weary, because, like, doesn't Half-Life really pride itself on its, like, canonical, like, things? Like, if you have gravity gloves in this game, and this is before Half-Life... Two, then there isn't a lot the of Half Life to even start with, though. I mean, you had the first game, the second game, and then episode one and two. Yeah, was there a third episode in that? No, it makes sense, dude, because like the gravity gun was already created when you start Half Life Two. They give it to you, right? So, yeah. Uh, yeah, this is like a prototype for it, I guess. I'm guessing. That I don't makes know. Sense. Yeah. Um, oh, uh, some things I have to mention. So it it really shows way more than Half Life Two. The uh, fuck, I don't even remember what they're called. What are the bad guys called? The combine, the combine, yeah. How they guys are just like the normal bad guys that would Were you talking about the stuff. aliens? Or are you talking about the actual organization that in Half Life 2 where they start to side with the aliens? I'm saying, yeah, all of the bad guys all together because, yeah, you, the combine, the combine, because you can see that they're using technology and organics at the same time way more than you saw it in two like in two you eventually see the brain bugs and they're flying on those things but there wasn't a lot of like organic matter in the electronics and in this you can see it like everywhere um the health packs they actually squish a bug and uh the juices of the bug is the health that goes into you and it looks super gross Uh, you played this nick 
No, I so my buddy my buddy played it and he's like, dude, you got to get this game if you get VR. It's like the greatest thing in the world. All this stuff, uh, and he's like, they squished the bug in you, man. I'm like, oh, that's cool. <laughs> like um, it was, it's pretty cool. And as far as the puzzles, so you have this thing called a multi tool, and uh, it can see the wire, the compound wiring in the walls, um, because just like Half Life Two, you can see that. The combine just adds their shit on existing architecture, right? You like doors and stuff. You could t- there's a big combine lock. You can't get through the lock, and so you can um, scan the wall. You can see where their wires are. You can manipulate things through the wall. Blah blah blah. Uh, it's a, it's a cool little effect for like some puzzles. But on other um, ones, you get a full 3D rendered module kind of like floating in your hand you'll have like a giant ball in your one hand and you'll have like a a key with a lightning bolt on it and you have this little mini game where you're playing like this 3d game right in front of you that looks so surreal and like tron like and you almost forget what else the hell's going on it, it it's fucking so good uh it's probably like it's on it definitely up there for game of the year for me wow. yeah um, and it makes when me want. Did this come out? Did it come out last year? Yeah, uh, March yeah. twenty twenty. Okay. I, I kind of want to. I'm thinking about. You telling me that Geshen Impact is not beating this? <laughs> I think I might get um, an index. I don't know. I'm not doing too good on cash right now, but if I get any, I'll probably pick it up. Well, do your research, man, because you never know what's right around the corner yeah, about to come that's, out. <laughs> that's that's the number one thing I'm always afraid of when it comes to VR. Like they're like. The Index 2 is coming. I'm like, son of a bitch, I just bought the Index. You know, it's like, that's what I'm ultimately afraid of. And the wireless part is really, really nice. I gotta, I gotta say. Didn't, didn't like when VR was kind of booming with like that, uh, that one game where like you're in an arena and everything. Like there were companies that were like, hey man, we have this thing that goes on your ceiling that will hold your, your wire up so you can't hit your wire and all that crazy shit. Like I know, I know there's something like that going on. Um, the Reaper says the Vive Pro Two is what he's looking forward to. So I guess that's been announced. And yeah. By the way, I played D and D with the Reaper. He's a he's a good guy. He's a real life friend of mine, and uh, he he's like he has like a similar story where he, he you know he was in an accident. And he's like 100 percent unemployable, so he spends his money on things that he really knows that he'll like. Yeah. And uh, he was talking about. You know the VR and stuff like that. Like if you see his is uh, what he said about the uh, the quest. Like if you play like that, like Pavlov VR, like the quest makes the whole game lag. Yeah, like for everyone else in the in the round. So that's why I'm saying. I wanna, like I was playing the I was playing Half Life Alex under the worst circumstances, and it was still incredible. Yeah, that, that's I think that's a, a I think testament that's to how good game. it is. Probably for Alex, it's good. You know. Yeah. All but, right. I mean, I I want to play VR so fucking bad. Like Lizzie's like, "What do you want for your birthday?" I'm like, "VR," and she's like, "Okay." And then I was like, "You know what? I'm not gonna like. Let's not do VR only because, man, there could be just something right around the fucking corner, and you just don't know." Hey, if you stop buying things that cost fifty dollars twenty times, including my birthday presents, you'll have it. <laughs> yeah. Also, we like I would. If it was any normal time of the year, I would buy it just, I, you know, I could afford to buy one. But because my parents are coming and we, there's a bunch of shit we want to do to the house, like we're 
putting in new carpet all over the house or when it pouring cement in the backyard, we got our backyard new sod as well. Like I'm just like, all right, we got to hold the monies. So we get it, Nick, you're an adult. <laughs> yeah. It fucking sucks, man. I hate it. <laughs> it does oh, cramp the gaming style. Yeah. All right. We've got think, some uh, listener questions here that we should get to. We've got two from Warconius. He says, looking forward to Baldur's Gate 3. After early access in the meantime, aside from Divinity, are there any other solid co-op CRPGs? And has anyone played Wasteland 3? Uh, no. Didn't you play Wasteland 3? We, we started it. Uh, JP did it and I started it and just never got back to it. There wasn't anything wrong with it. It was just, we just never went yeah. back to it. Well, the second one was the one that you played in beta. You're like, yeah, it's okay. And then you played it again after full release and really liked it, right? Yeah. Uh-huh. Okay. Uh, Wasteland's a solid um, uh, franchise for sure. Um, and then the co-op was kind of built into the, it's not, it definitely didn't feel like it's just, Oh, and you can play with somebody else. There was like set characters that you can start the game as it was like uh, twin brothers that are really techie. There was a little girl with a big strong man uh, that protects her, but she's like psychic or something. And mm -hmm. there's like six of these combinations that you can pick and they all have their own backstory. So I thought that was really cool. Like the game, definitely baked in the co-op so that's a that's a strong one um uh but like i said i never finished it or played very much of it so it's a problem with these crpgs you never finish them i'm yeah, still trying true. to beat divinity yeah yeah dude divinity you know divinity i've beaten it twice it's a good game man you guys really should like one week we should be like game of the week's divinity fucking finish it you know yeah um but you can't and you can't finish it in a week that's the problem yeah, that's that's the thing. So, like, you guys either need to try to, like, recover your save file or something. I don't know. Because it's from what it sounds like, you guys are pretty far along if you guys made it mm -hmm. to the third island. No, that's have, the last island in the game. I have the save file from our playthrough, Emilio and I. And I accidentally overwrote some of them. But the one that I have is not that far from where we were. Um, so, in my single-player playthrough, I'm a little bit farther than that. But I, I had just gotten to arcs. I'm on arcs in my single-player. So there, there are some mods for it, by the way, where you can like. It, it's very interesting. Like, there's like you can import characters and all that kind of stuff, like from other like, uh, from other genres. Like, oh, this would be like the Zangief character, and it makes yeah. you a really strong guy that has all this other stuff. But like, there's one where you can choose where you are in the story. You check all the quests you've done, and it just instantly teleports you there to that part of the story. And so I think you guys, if you guys can't recover your save file, you guys should just try to do that. I've been uh, thinking about uh, the next time I get to play D and D, which is probably going to be when I'm in a fucking elderly home. Uh, but I, there's two characters I kind of want to make. Uh, there's I want to make a Zangief character. I, I was thinking of making like a. You have, to, what? you have to. Uh, you have to. What is it called? Multi class into three different classes. Yeah, and then there's a there's a feat called Tavern Brawler where like mm -hmm. you get advantage on grappling, I believe, and you get advantage at improvised weapons, so like picking up chairs and just like shit around that's laying around. Yeah. I think it's so fucking funny, dude. I would I would love to like pile drive people. Uh but I was thinking I of more type for time. <laughs> but I want to make him a gnome, dude. <laughs> I think that would be hilarious. A gnome? Yeah, like a jacked gnome. And then the other one oh, I was thinking man. of is um uh a turtle which is like a tur 
turtle, uh, turtle person. Turtle uh, person, yeah, they can't yeah. wear armor. I got a buddy in my campaign because I just started playing back up again three weeks ago in person. How's that Everyone going? comes to my house and I'm the DM. Dude, it's so fucking fun, man. Like, yeah. It's better in person, it, right? It, it's, it's more fun in person. Like, there are some luxuries in D&D Beyond. So when it comes to, or D&D, well, Roll20, when it comes to, like, for example, like where people are and like designing the maps, I'm drawing everything with expo markers on like these like these these grid boards and stuff. So like I can't draw a super pretty fucking, you know, building. I'm like this box is the church. Like that's that's where it is. So <laughs> Yeah. Um well anyways, like you know what are fucking expensive are the models for D and D. Um, so what I do is I buy, uh, Warhammer models from like the fantasy series. Yeah. And I just use those. Cause I get like 20 rat men, um, for like 20 bucks where like, if you try to buy five rat men, it's like $15 on uh, like for the D and D ones. And they're not even painted either. Yeah. Huh? Oh, well now you have more shit to paint. I see where this yeah, is going. Yeah. I don't dude. I had, mm. I have the biggest like model that's a non-flying model now. It's called a Gorbel, and it's four arms, and it's a giant fucking bull. I'm like, dude, this is gonna be so fun to paint when I have time. Yeah. Like, never, never. I'm gonna prime. I, I promise myself that I'm gonna prime everything on Friday night, and so everything will be nice and clean and white. Uh, all right, where are we at now? Oh, uh, next question from Orconius. Uh What's going I, on in the fantasy game rating league? DLG podcast I, uh, RTS must be dominating given their superior gaming knowledge. I don't know what we're talking about. The, fantasy the thing game? that, you know, uh, Sniper wanted us to like, oh, always fucking do, you know, we're like, we did it's like fantasy football, ago. but it's for video yeah, yeah, games. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I'm doing terribly. So uh, it, as I am. it's all because of that. Harry Extremely Potter quick. I'm doing terrible. But here's here's the real problem. I was halfway through the draft, which is the worst spot to be in. If you're first, you obviously get first pick. If you're near the bottom, then you get two picks back to back. Right. So I'm right in the middle, which I don't have any benefit at all. So yeah. I, I got pretty bad picks. And you also put it on auto pick, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. You, he auto drafted for them. I think almost all of it, right? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Um, I, uh, what, what, some game, I have negative points right now, so there's no coming back from where I'm at. I actually I did some work. Focused. I dropped two of them and I picked up two. So hopefully they'll help me out, but I'm, there's no way I'm going to make it back. I got fucked because of, uh, 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 God of War, which was supposed to be like my magnum opus is supposed to be like a 98 and just dominate everybody. It's now fucking dead. Like, it, it comes out next year. It doesn't qualify for this year's points. Well, you can like, drop it, screwed. though. You can drop it and pick up another game. That's true, but there's a lot of banger games that are coming out this year that have already been taken. I, I kind of chalked up it all as a loss, but I would still try, you know? Yeah, it took me five minutes. It's not It's not a big thing. Um, yeah. Let me take this and uh, let me do some fucking uh, plugs. Uh, DLGaming.net for all things, including our Patreon, stuff like that. Uh, DLGCon is um, being planned. We, I think we tied down a weekend. It's the first weekend of November uh, this year. And um, we haven't like locked, locked it in, but that we're fielding we're fielding to see what the interest in that weekend is. It looks like we have like 
10 for sure. And like three maybes right now. Um, take Pretty good, a, man. 10. Yeah. So uh, take I would a, go, but I have a wedding to go to literally the week before that. And I can't just stay away from Leslie and Vivian for two weeks. So I don't see why not. But anyway, <laughs> <laughs> Leslie's um, going to kill you. Go to dlgaming.net. That'll get you on a discord. And from there, check our uh, DLG planning. If you are interested in going. Or hit up Cricket. He has all the information. Cricket Soldier. Yeah, I have a I have a listener question that was inspired by the first one. If you guys want to hear it, no. Fuck you. <laughs> what, it, what it was is uh, you know how like the Divinity uh, engine and like the Baldur's Gate engine are like they're essentially really awesome turn based strategy engines. Yeah. Um, and they have like a lot of creative things you can do in it, and it's really fun. What universe would you like to see that like used for that that isn't like magic and stuff, or like, I mean, you can choose any universe, anyways. But like, I think I think it'd be cool to see like a space one, Star Wars, man, hundred percent. Yeah, that'd be good. You could use the Force to move things around and hit people with, um, yeah, Force push yeah, things, people Fuck. into holes and stuff. Fuck yeah. What about you, buddy? Uh, yeah, I'll second Star Wars. Star Wars just works on everything. <laughs> I want to see did a Star you, Wars version. You can see the anime. Everything. Which anime? There's a. They announced a Star Wars anime two days ago. Oh, I didn't it's, know about that. It's I think twelve or thirteen uh, short movies, and I think the shortest one's twelve minutes, and the longest one's supposed to be like forty minutes or something like that. Hmm. And uh, it's coming out in September. Nice. And it's like it's like I, I think a different studio has each each one and they're all japanese studios and they're gonna see i i'm pretty sure it's like feeler content of like hey can we make it anime and people will like it and then you know we'll make some real anime but um i'm excited for it yeah yeah that sounds good anything star Modern wars gateway drug <laughs> all right uh next question from cricket soldier has grandma's boy been done yet for movies on the dl well bobby did it and when he was doing his uh oh the the video game reviews, yeah. video game movie reviews. Yeah, it's on our YouTube channel. But no, we haven't done that for movies on DL. That, that, uh, on the DL, which is our podcast we do on movies. Check it out. But yeah, I think that show. would be a good movie for the group to watch together, but maybe not that exciting to discuss on a podcast. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, you're I think, right. I think I so. I think it'd be like cool to talk to you for maybe, I mean, talk about it for like five minutes, but it's, you know... Yeah, the same jokes. Even, it's even like when you watch movie. the movie, it, I, I love that movie. But even when you watch it, you end up talking over half of it with whoever you're watching it with. You know? Yeah. <laughs> like he's going to say this part right here, and it's going to yeah, be pretty funny. Doing all the lines. Cricket also asked, "What is your esports team name for any game?" My esports what? E, uh, team name. I guess if we were to sponsor one, what would you name your team? I'm guessing. If we had an esports team, what would we yeah. call it? Yeah, I don't know. They always got such weird names. Um, D um, L titties, the D L titties, dude. Man, <laughs> they come out with little fucking titty hats. Come on, <laughs> wait, wait. We didn't say that the team was all female either, or mixed. Or no, they could be that. anything. What game were they gonna play? Anything they dominated it all, dude. The, the they other, dominated it at all. The, the other team so is distracted so, by the titty hats. Yeah, yeah they're all they distracted do. by the titty hats. How can you? How can you play? Yeah, there you go. That's Bobby. What do you got? 
Oh, uh, I don't know, man. I think of the best team names all the time, and then when I'm asked the question, I always forget. I gotta take this. So, I don't know. I don't know. What do you got, Nick? Man, like the San, San Francisco Slaughters. I don't know. <laughs> the Bay Area Bandits. Some shit like that. Uh, some, some like you gotta have. For me, it's like you gotta have a, the the town name. You know that you like or you're from, and then you you, you do something that kind of has a rhyme or something. I don't know. Shit. I feel like minor league baseball teams always have the best names. They Dude, I got the, we have the Green Jackets where I'm at, and they play for the fucking Giants. Like they're their they're the Giants pool team, mm-hmm, the farm team for the Giants. Yep, it's so cool. We're gonna go when my parents visit. We're gonna go see it, watch a game with them in three weeks. So nice. All right. Uh, he's got a follow-up question. What are your, what are your roles? Tank, DPS, rogue, healer, or support? Oh man, I play, I play tanks a lot. Um, but I also play supports a lot too, like healers or supports. I would figure that you would be a healer. In most games. Yeah, well, in most games, it, here's how it always goes down. I end up taking the role that nobody else wants to take. So if you're talking World oh, of Warcraft... Oh, man, War- that sucks. <laughs> yeah, well, sorry, I mean, it's it, it's fine, but, you know, I'm a team player, you know? So whenever I play... And I'm not talking about, like, people I know that I'm grouping up with. I'm talking about whatever I happen to be playing. So if I'm playing Team Fortress 2 people don't usually play the medic because it's more exciting to do damage a lot. So I ended up playing a lot of medic and getting really good at it. Um, in World of Warcraft, um, you got a lot more DPS than you do tanks or healers. So I ended up playing a lot of um, a lot of tanks at first and then healing. What about you, Nick? Um, you know... Uh, for me, I always get typecasted like, you're big and tall and fat. You should be the tank. I'm like, okay. Mm-hmm. But uh, most of the time, like, if it's available, like, if there's a guy with, like, a heavy machine gun or, like, in, like, a fantasy setting, like, he has, like, a two-handed weapon, I'm usually that guy. Hmm. Okay. A little more pressure when you're playing the tank or even the healer to a lesser extent. With a tank, you're really calling the shots sometimes so the team can really fall apart if you make a bad decision i'll tell you what i never play is snipers really see in my friend group we have like five people that we like if there's a game like for example divinity we have guys that will always like in the same type of game they'll play the same thing like we have trevor he always plays dps we have uh, trevor brett he always plays sniper we have samir he always plays medic and so that's how it really is all the time. Yeah. It's nice when you have that already set up, I suppose. You can go into any game and then everybody knows what they're doing. But yeah, man, yeah. snipers, I just, I don't know. Maybe it's the old hands. Like, I can't, I can't be I've that I've never accurate. seen you play sniper in anything. No, I hate, I hate playing snipers. Or anytime yeah. there's like a sniper gun, nope. <laughs> no, thank you. Uh, I fluctuate between tank and DPS. I really like to be in the shit uh most of the time i like the chaos i'm not very good at any of it but um that's where i like to go um yeah in wow my main of all time was definitely my hunter and you know just watching the dps charts and trying to f- compete with the 
with the wizards or whatever, whatever it was, the mages. Um, it was tough and most of the time it wouldn't work, but there was times when I was at the top of the charts and that feels really, really good. Um, yeah. Uh, and then tanking, you know, it's the, uh, you don't get much credit, but you're super important to the whole thing. And, uh, when you do it well, like Bobby does in certain games, it's, uh, it's really cool to look at somebody managing, managing the entire party, basically managing the, the chaos. And that I think is like, I'm the dumb, dumb tank. Like I'll be good at my own mechanics, but like, I'm never the team captain tank. Yeah. Like usually I'm like the off tank. Like I, I'll be like, yo, just tell me what to get hit by and tell me what to smash and I'll do it. But you know, usually there's a shot caller, but my buddy Trevor that I was talking about before, he like manages like a 50 person fucking guild and he's the tank. And I'm like, dude, that's insane. Yeah. Like, I don't, I can't imagine a, like having to actively talk to fucking 50 fucking people. Yeah. And support, I guess that would, what, like, like shaman, right? Would be a support, even though they do. Well, the, well it depends. You can do anything. Any yeah, you can, can do, do all anything. three. Well, no, you can do, well, you can technically do all three, but you can yeah. do two. Yeah. All right. Well, I think that's a wrap. What's everyone playing next week? Our game of the week is going to be Mech Warrior 5 Mercenaries. And yeah. I, I kind of want to check out. So, Nick, you posted something about TF2. Uh, had a new patch where they got rid of a lot of bots and I love TF2. I love going back to that game every now and then. So I might check that out this week. Yeah. It's in the if, um, if you, top concurrent players again. Yeah. If you do, please let me know. I love playing games with the both of you. And we can also probably get like a bunch of DLG guys on there as well. Um, because like, I think one of the first games I ever played with Bobby, like I must've been like 15 or 16 or something. I don't know when the fuck when it first came out, you're like, we're going to play with my friend Bobby. Don't be annoying. And like, I think we're using vent or like Skype. Probably. And I was just like, okay. And then Bobby's just like super quiet. And I'm like, it was fun playing with you, Bobby. He's like, uh-huh. And like that, that, that was it. <laughs> Sounds about right. Yep. <laughs> uh, all right. Uh, get, uh, me, uh, that's the one we were talking about, right? Bobby, where it's like a wave survival version of Mech Warrior, right? Was it? It didn't look as the new Mech Warrior. We talked about it. I can't remember what the details on it, but it looked like it wasn't like a lot of the other. It was PVE. Simulation FPS action shooter. I'm pretty sure that's what you had told me. Yeah, it didn't look Uh, as complicated. Yeah, there it is. Four-player PVE co-op. Oh, okay. Yeah, so you and Nick should definitely play with each other. I I cannot, like, I have uh, 100% opposite the fucking schedule and Bobby. When Bobby gets work off of nights, work, or do you work Sunday nights? I work, How do you do that? Uh, Sunday nights, I'm free. Okay, so yeah, in where I'm at, like if you work nights, oh, you work Sunday night to Thursday night, yeah. and then Friday is your first day off. Yeah, that's how it was at my old job, but whatever. I guess they get to choose. They flip a coin yeah. and ruin your life in different ways. <laughs> um, yeah, so that, um, I want to play more Alex, but it's almost like a thing where I want to save it for a better VR system, but I don't know if that's ever going to happen. Uh, I do have um, super hot VR from Bobby, so mm. I might play that as well yeah it's worth checking out yeah or maybe we should just spend the, hey, i don't know hey gork whatever it's called you know what i'm talking about nope yeah gork the uh fighter arena game that was pretty popular oh, yeah, yeah you should play gork yeah that's true what about you nick did you say gorn already? that's what it was gorn. gorn 
Gorn, yeah. I like Gork better, I, I, though. I literally just bought and installed MechWarrior right now, but, um, I mean, I gotta be playing Tarkov. I'm, I'm staying away from Total War only because in two weeks, huge final patch for the second game. Um, so it's gonna be uh, MechWarrior 5, whether it be with Bobby um, or by myself. Bobby, I know Bobby's free every Friday night, essentially. Uh, did you guys stop playing Pulsar? Well, uh, <laughs> our captain is out of town for the next two weeks. So, um, and yeah, we haven't played in like over a month, so I don't know. It might just be dead, but there was no official, uh, declaration. <laughs> yeah. There never yeah. is. Yeah. It's always just, I, um, I mean, if I, I don't know if, you know, I'm going to look into Mech Warrior If I see that it's like four players, I'll try to get, you know, some prominent people from the uh, Discord and see if they want to play as well. I know Diddy's usually down to play shit when he's away from the kids, and I know, you know, Warconius will play stuff, so we'll see. Uh, speaking for Bobby, uh, Nick, and myself, go to look up Record of Ragnarok, Aphrodite, yeah, that, and then you'll see the tits. All right, bye. <laughs> Oh, I forgot to mention 35 months subscription from Recycled. Yeah, man. Thank you. Oh, man. We got to. Yeah. Are you on the road when you're watching these streams all the time? It's going to be three years next month. God damn.